0: speaking of tangents podcast a podcast for your ears season two now for both of your ears we don't really have a sponsor this week so i'm just gonna say this is brought to you by you you went and got it didn't you or at least your podcast app went and got it so this could also be brought to you by your podcast app whatever that is whatever that is it's what you're using my name is Jason.
1: Hey, I'm KJ. And in this week's Week in Review, Jason's ablaze at the construction, or lack thereof, in his house. And evil insurance gets theirs. Eat it, evil insurance.
0: Then we'll play Do We Have a Guest? Where the answer for the first time ever is sort of, kind of. And then we'll talk what's trending now about something that was trending two years ago. What's trending now, two years ago edition.
1: We'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that, plus several conversational tangents.
0: In a week, Week. things happen.
1: Yes, they do.
0: And now we'll review.
1: Yes, we will.
0: Those things that happen
1: the things that happen
0: it's the speaking of tangents week in In review what's up this week
1: good is up here good is up here it is supposed to be 42 degrees here today and okay 42 degrees warm, might yeah, right. the, it might sound yeah. if for November what is it 16th that is warm that is normal that's normal temperature here in Minnesota but it has not been normal it's been about 20 degrees below normal for the last week and i know it's cold in a lot of places across the country or at least what i see on the news the east coast bias places like new york and boston are also 20 degrees below normal but my midwest well, bias is here and it's well, cold we might here need
0: to we might need to change the definition of normal then because
1: we might normal have to is the new
0: it. outlier.
1: That's true. But, I mean, I haven't even been able to put away our patio furniture from the summer because it's supposed to be warmer in the beginning of the month to do that kind of stuff. And it was like freezing and now we have snow on the ground. So I'm happy. It's supposed to be 42 and hopefully some snow will melt.
0: Well, I mean, you could just have your second set of servants take the furniture off the veranda right later
1: yeah i could i could call the, them from the east wing. patio
0: furniture you're so fancy you got furniture outside
1: <laughs> yes outside both front and back of the house
2: oh Huh.
0: Oh. what do you think that's of one that of those, <laughs> that's one of those jokes that this <laughs> that only very poor people or very rich people do this they have furniture yes. on the outside of their house <laughs> yeah
1: right <laughs> couch in the front lawn
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, and super rich people have like the, you know, the super expensive like um, patios and decks. Gazebos. And yeah, gazebos. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so what's going on with you?
0: Right now I'm eating potato chips.
1: Really? At this, well, I guess it's whatever time of day it is for people listening.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've just given up.
1: You've given up? Given up what?
0: on any sort of civility
1: oh yeah well this
0: construction stuff is like driving me nuts
1: oh you're talking about the wall in your house yes
0: the wall in my house that after you're speaking of you know being cold outside it's 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 colder here too it's in the 40s here which is cold for here
1: yeah it's cold everywhere apparently
2: according to the news.
0: and so without having a wall with you know there's no insulation it's just like an exterior like the exterior boards on the side of the house uh-huh, um, yeah, that's the cold. concrete, you know, backed, you know, hardy plank stuff. Yeah, so the cold air just runs right in. And yeah. this is a giant two-story wall. I mean, it's probably 20 feet long.
1: Is the, two, is the second story where your servants live?
0: No, there's no second story. It's open air. Okay, all
2: right. It's,
0: it's you know, it's a two-story room without...
2: Oh, so you know. like a loft?
0: Mm, yeah, sort of.
1: I love lofts. Okay, go go ahead. So you 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 don't have insulation on the wall. The cold air is coming in.
0: Right. So it's getting colder. So we were like, we got to fix this. And so the only people that we could get to come out and look at it in any sort of timely fashion, I was like, okay. Um, and so I know I've kind of hinted about this the last couple of weeks where they would say, oh, we're going to show up. And then they wouldn't show up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or... They would say, yeah, we're coming, you know, at nine in the morning and they would show up at three in the afternoon. And I'm like, I, I can't be here. Right. This is not, you're not delivering a refrigerator to me. One shot deal where I have to be here, you know, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: It's going to take you multiple hours over multiple days. You need to show up, you know, within reason. And so I texted the guy and called the guy, never called me back, never texted me back. This is like three days later, like a week later, Jason's wife finally's like, give me his number. And so she calls him and, you know, she, cause she's, you know, getting stuff done. She takes definitely business.
1: gets stuff done. Yes.
0: Yeah. And which is fine with me because I hate dealing with this stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she calls him and finally gets him to set up a date and time. They just still don't show up. Ugh. And so I called, they came out and dropped stuff off like four hours after they said they were going to be here. And then they just left and didn't say anything and didn't tell me they were coming back the next day. The next day, they're like, I called the guy and I'm like, hey, are they coming back? And he's like, yeah, they'll be here there between like nine and nine thirty in the morning. They showed up at, they called me at three o'clock and said, "Hey, we're about to come over, and I'm like, "No. Again, oh, no, this is, this is not work for me." And so I have other stuff. I have to go do stuff. I'm not going to be here." Um, so, after all that, a week later, their stuff sat here for a week, our wall has been taped up, our floors are taped up, like to protect the carpet and the hardwood and stuff. Ugh. for a week this giant plastic everywhere just yeah, everything's yeah. pushed over in the corner i've moved all my stuff like all my equipment and everything to a back corner room and like you know closed the door and i'm like packed in this room and it is dark and dank and not uh-huh. you know not very um conducive to creative endeavors let's say that yeah i get it because your environment you know it affects you know your mental you know outlook and stuff it can in the room that you're in if you're in an office all day or a cubicle that you never see outside and you drive to work in the dark and you come home in the dark it it gets it that gets to you after a while uh, it changes yes. your mood after a while
1: absolutely it does
0: and so i'm like we got to get this done and so finally well, they set it up and they came out so they came out um yesterday and they put up insulation and drywall and just left <laughs> and i walked out and i was like are they coming back and they were here for like three hours and they left and n- never called me back, never did anything. Um, so I went to turn on a light in that room last night when it got dark. And the power's out in that room. And I'm like, what happened here?
1: <laughs> yeah. Good so question. I go down
0: and the, and the breaker's been tripped for that room, for that wall. Did the they wall do that, that on purpose?
1: On. Or did they, it, it was an accident? I'll get to that. Okay.
0: So I'm like, okay, I got to turn this off because I don't know if this is, they did this. Because they didn't tell me, they didn't say anything, and the guy wouldn't call me back about it. So finally, he texts again this morning and says, well, they didn't even realize they did that. They didn't do anything to do that. Um, I guess I'll have somebody come out and look at it as soon as they can. And uh-huh. didn't say when. Just So I just yeah. turned the breaker off. Because uh-huh. what could have happened is they put a screw to screw the drywall in and they screw through the, yes. the electrical wires and shorted something out. And who knows if I turn it back on, if, you know, is it going to trip it again or is yeah. it going to catch my house on fire? Yeah. So and you don't if know my house burns down and I don't make it, <laughs> you know who to go after.
1: Yes. well, Everybody yes. out
0: there, avenge me.
1: I don't understand how, and this is not the first situation I've heard where people have trouble with contractors not showing up when they're supposed to show up, not returning phone calls. I don't understand how they continue to stay in business. They seem to all do this.
0: Yes. I've always said, and this is Jason's wife and my thing is, If we could have tradesmen that would just say, okay, we work for you that do all this kind of stuff, like Mm -hmm. plumbing and construction and electricians and roofers and, you know, anything else you can think of. If we could say, okay, we're going to get you more work than you can deal with, but you just have to give us like 20% of everything you make, then -hmm. we would just schedule everything and start the business and run it because we would organize it and keep track of stuff and call people back and have a scheduling and she'd have, you know, stuff planned out for the next six years into all this stuff and it would be awesome. And we'd make a killing because people would be like, oh, these people actually care about what we're doing Yes. Here. Yes.
2: Why don't more people do that?
0: I don't know. So anyway, the wall's not cold anymore, but it may be on fire next week.
2: Yeah.
0: I've got another contractor different from this other, this other company coming out to look at it because the drywall job they did does not look That great to me, so I'm I'm having actually I'm getting a second opinion on a wall put in my house is basically what I'm doing.
1: Well, I think that's smart, especially if it doesn't look like it's done properly and they're tripping wires or drilling through wires.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Are they rushing
1: it? Sounds like they're coming in when they have time between other jobs.
0: Yeah, they're doing the least possible amount of effort to get this done is what I'm looking at. Yeah, is what I'm thinking.
1: Oh, that's disappointing.
0: Well, I went from insurance to construction issues.
1: Yes, insurance.
0: Yes, you saw that story, right? Uh,
1: I I was wondering if you saw it.
0: Oh, I I have a radar for Aetna. Yes, I don't have a. I'm not. I don't. I don't have them like tagged or whatever you do like on social media where it any story about them pulls up and it sends it to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that stuff, and I don't really care because I don't want to know. But I had this this sixth sense of whenever. They're doing something. It's like, oh, it's my evil sense. Yeah, I'm like, oh, they're doing something wrong. So I need to check into this. Well, <laughs> they they got they just got theirs handed to them in Oklahoma. They did that 25,
1: twenty
2: five, yeah, twenty five million.
1: million dollars awarded yes. to posthumously to yes, um, a gal who had cancer. I think this is right, and they wanted to do. Proton beam therapy on her tumor that was near her brain stem. And right. Etna called it experimental and denied coverage. And which
0: it is she, not experimental. It's not
1: experimental. She died. She this lady died in I think a couple years ago now. Yes.
0: Of cancer, of cancer because of that tumor.
1: Yeah. And um the the husband continued with the lawsuit to, you know, kind of stick it to Etna, probably, but also that's what his wife His wife started the suing process. Yeah, she
0: started it, and then she passed away before it could ever get to court, and he said she wanted it to continue Mm -hmm. just to get it out there of what happened, even if they didn't, you know, benefit from it, but just to say, this is what happened. I don't want this to happen to anybody else. Right,
1: want to help other people who have to go through this. Um. But they said that, you know, there were other treatments, but the other treatments in her case were actually because of the location of the tumor would have actually caused her to be blind and other side effects that were not necessary had she got the appropriate proton beam therapy that they denied.
0: It's basically the difference between we're going to target this one tumor or this one area that has the cancer cells with, you know, intensified directed uh, energy Mm -hmm. or we're just going to treat your entire head.
1: Right. It's yeah. like,
0: it's like, <laughs> it's like I have a a, a a wart or a mole growing on my arm I want to cut off, and they just chop my entire. Take arm Take your
1: off. whole arm off.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, we we took care of it for you. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it, there's other issues, to other things to consider. Because guess what, Etna sucks. Yep. Etna is evil. And did and you see? I what say what that the... from the point of view of what I experienced with them in the systematic way that they went about denying claims and yes. this was a whole a part of it where they looked into all these records and stuff and found out that they had been denying claims for these woman and other people There were similar things and it's just there's a pattern of just disregard for human beings and people that are paying you money your own customers their lives it's just ridiculous
1: yeah it's what we've been saying probably since day episode two
0: very early on,
1: insurance insurance is evil. Some of them, Etna certainly. Sound. Aetna. Etna. The
0: way that they run their company is wrong.
1: So this is the largest, um, I think, the largest settlement or largest. What did they call it? Insurance fraud, but no, our uh, fault. Fault insurance case in Oklahoma history. I think they said, and yep. the jury said, we were. Sh- this is a message. Ju- this is a message we're sending. We're trying message. to make a point.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, and here's the thing that got me more than anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel bad for the guy, the woman who died, and the guy yes. who lost his wife, and all that. The thing that stood out to me most in this story, besides, yep, Etna is evil. Mm-hmm. I already knew that.
1: I know where you're going, and I agree.
0: The head lawyer for Etna immediately after the verdict uh-huh. that they awarded this the guy and his wife his his wife who had passed away twenty five million dollars the Head lawyer for Aetna goes over to the guy and says, congratulations, you're going to lose on appeal. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And turned around and walked out and was like answering questions afterward like, yeah, we disagree with this completely. They're wrong. We're going to fight this to the very end. We're going to take this as far as we can to make sure they don't get any of this money. Uh What is wrong with these people?
1: I don't know. I was so surprised to read that. And I don't know why I was surprised. I guess I shouldn't be, but.
0: And this guy—we have a bunch of lawyers that listen to this that are good people, or you know, at least they pretend to be. I mean, as much as any of us do. But I, I mean, this guy—what do you do?
1: Uh huh. And the the husband—he was a a firefighter, and he was at the Oklahoma City bombing, carrying yeah. carrying you know bodies out and looking for looking for bo- yeah. bodies.
0: Yeah, one of his responsibilities of his job after that was to go in and to identify and get children from that daycare yes. center that had died, yeah. which is I mean, mm-hmm. come on. That's that sticks with you. Yes. And he 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 talked in the in the interview, he was talking about how his wife had helped him through that and he wouldn't have made it without her just having somebody to just say, here's what I went through today and here's what I saw and I just need to tell somebody about this who will just listen to me and that's everybody needs that. Mm-hmm. But especially in, when you're dealing with something like that, I mean Yeah. For that guy, for that lawyer to say that to that guy, I mean, come on.
1: I this, can't comprehend I can't comprehend that that cold callousness. I just That tells
0: me everything I need to know about the people who run Aetna that they employ that guy.
1: Yeah. They, they, it's like they said, and we need to go out and get the shrewdest lawyer possible.
2: You mean the most evil? Yes. So good for that jury. Yes. Eat it, Aetna. <laughs> I, I mean seriously, I.
0: I know. I have I, never dealt with an insurance company as bad as them. I've dealt with some, you know, red tape and bureaucracy and stuff. Etna, they were on purpose, directly trying to disrupt me from getting the benefits that I should have been getting in ways that were not just one person not doing their job. It was, it was a thing where it happened so often and so much. I mean, you can go back and listen to the podcast and me yell about it for an hour, I'm sure. <laughs> it happened so often, it, it had to be just the way that they run their company. It it, it's, oh, yes. it was a systemat- system-wide thing. It was awful.
1: They were instructed to do that.
0: Yes. So, screw them. And good for that guy.
1: Yep. And $25 million, I don't know how, what kind of damage that'll do to Aetna, but I, I have no Nothing. idea what their, how much money they're bringing in. But at least what there's a message. Does.
0: Yes, the damage that I hope it does is PR-related in terms of people go, oh, I gotta get away from them as possible. And in a few years, they have been their board has been kicked out of there and whoever's running that is gone and is replaced with somebody with an actual heart. That's
1: yes. what you hope for. Yes, and then we'll Cause see. Because I don't want
0: the company to go under because then you have people losing their jobs that are just doing – and look, if the people know better and are still there working there and know, okay, this is what's going on, because inside of all that you probably know more than people in the, even that are the insurance customers. If they're there and that's the only job that they can get and they have, they're have, they having to do that – you know. Until they can find something else, I mean, you got to eat. So I understand that. So I don't want a bunch of people to be out of work. I want the people who are responsible for setting up this system-wide way of doing business that they do, which is awful to people and disregards human lives, I want those people gone. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, and you want a new board of directors. And what you're going to see, hopefully, is one of those commercials like Wells Fargo has done and Facebook has done. We were wrong. And now we're going to fix it. Have you okay. seen those commercials?
0: No, but <laughs> Facebook. I mean, come on. Uh huh. What are they doing there?
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand Facebook.
0: That's another situation of money over people. And mm-hmm. I've said this pretty much on probably 75% yes. of these episodes how wrong that is and how that is the cause of a lot of problems in our world.
1: And if people would just quit Facebook, but it doesn't seem that like, like that's happening
0: no because we had to sign up for a band one this week. Oh. Ha. Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not I'm I'm not even going to look at it, but cuz there's so many people on Facebook that aren't on like Twitter or other stuff that we got to get the word out of what we're doing.
1: Well, I think I wish people would I wish that Facebook would just go away. Actually, I wish that all social media would just go away. But I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Well, I mean, I wish most people would go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just go away from me, is what I'm
1: saying. I understand. Not die.
0: I'm not not wishing anybody to die.
1: Yeah.
0: Unless you're running Aetna.
1: Right now, not in the future.
2: Yeah.
0: Do we have a cast on the show this week? Answer no or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a cast? Do we have a Uh cast? Do we have a Uh cast? Answer no or yes.
1: Um well technically speaking no we don't have a guest but we did have a guest and we talked about this last week that part i think is because of your wall and the contractors that we had yeah. to reschedule with the guest several times
2: Yeah anyway
1: we talked with him this week we had a great conversation with him o- over an hour and that yeah, was great. that was a uh, professor Brad Weiss mm-hmm. but uh, unfortunately you know, I'm not going to go into the details, but I'm, you know, we lost that interview. That interview is gone. So, no, we do not have a guest.
0: Well, in honor of the pedantic jerk, I will say it wasn't one of us who lost that interview.
1: Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so we don't have the interview, but we do want to thank Brad for taking the time to come on with us, and yes, apologize to all the listeners that you're not going to hear it. You know?
2: Oh yeah. You know, was,
1: Jason and I an we had a great private conversation with Brad and I, I yeah. have to say it was probably the best interview ever. Of all time.
0: Yeah, it was the best interview you've ever done, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, like maybe one of the best interviews that anybody's ever of done of
1: all time. Yes. Yeah. But we talked about um, It was mostly we talked about pig farming and about some of the topics that Brad covered in his book, Real Pigs.
0: Yeah, local food.
1: Yeah, we talked about what is local food? What's the definition of local food? Pig farming, confinement pig farming versus pasture-raised pig farming. Um, Talked about vegetarianism. Talked about taste and barbecue. Mm, And Brad even gave his favorite barbecue places to eat have barbecue in North Carolina, which is where yes. he did his research, so we talked a lot about food,
0: so yeah. I suggest we talked about um artisanal salad salad dressing, yeah uh, as if we as haven't had enough to of that northern california
1: <laughs> yes, um, so what I would suggest for anyone who wants to have a good you know idea of some of the stuff that we talked about, Google the podcast the familiar strange, or look it up in iTunes or you know wherever you get your podcast. And it's listen an Australian. To, it's an Australian podcast. Right? podcast and Razor listen,
0: blades. <laughs> listen to
1: Australian the episode with Brad podcast. Weiss. It, I think he said it was back in March. So, there we go.
0: That's at the end of summer for all you Australians out there.
1: Um, what is it that the, the trick for speaking Australian is um, change the A to I? I have no idea. Like...
0: I, I I obviously have no idea if you just heard what I said.
1: Like, have a nice die, die, instead of day. Are
0: you talking about the Edna people again?
2: <laughs> okay. I mean, how awful
0: is it that the guy who yes. spent his career, we talked about this afterwards, so I'm going to bring it up again. Yeah. The guy that spent his career as a firefighter helping people badly burned Dead bodies, mm-hmm.
2: dead digging children, through rubble yeah. to
0: identify dead preschoolers. The most shocked he said he's ever been in his life is when that lawyer came up and said that to him. You yeah. gotta go out of your way to be evil to 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 have to be able to, to do shock that to him. somebody. Yeah. Shock yeah.
1: someone like what he's been through. Yeah, I mean, he said gosh. he was he didn't know how to respond. He was shocked because that was so
0: Anti-human. Yes. Uh, I mean, wow. Yeah. Wow. wow.
1: So, um, I don't know how that relates to Brad, but. Um, well,
0: Brad is, Brad, Brad is anti-anti-human. So, he's actually for humans. He's
1: for humans. Okay, mm-hmm. good.
0: And he's, I, I really, it was a great conversation. I really liked what he said about um, the uh, cultural anthropology.
1: Yes, he's, an, he's an editor now.
0: Yeah, he's one of the editors for that, which is a big deal. A big, Absolutely. Big, he's big, big big deal. Kind, well,
1: he's kind of a big deal. He's
0: he's not kind of a big deal. He is a big deal. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's a big deal.
0: Big yes, this deal. was uh this was not his fault. This was a garage iMac or Mac, you know, error thing that happened.
1: Yeah, so it's got to, we think it's in his computer, but we've not been he's not been able to locate it. Yeah, so. garage
0: band has eaten it, I think. So if we if and it's it, ever
1: found, we'll release it.
0: Yeah, the lost interview. Yes. So are we recording this?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: That's, Garage I Band's that's, acting funny for me. I think I don't know is a pretty good answer to that. <laughs> In these days and times, people need to know what's trending.
2: What's trending? 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 What's trending?
0: Tic-tac-toe, pound sign, flashback, throwback, favorites, and top five. Now turning back on Twitter from Instagram. Was Garoppolo hacked by some local scam? Nicky and Remy battle battling verse. Richard Simmons missing and Jurassic giving birth. Whether it's intentional or maybe a wuss, now Ariam fosters out fighting some wuss. Maybe some pain that no one clicks on. Or hashtags for days like you're awesome cause. Hey, BBC News, work right from home, dude. Go ahead, take a bow. You watch trending now.
2: What's trending now? Oh, what's, what's trending now?
0: Oh, what's trending right now?
2: now. Now what now? Now what? 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 What's trending now?
1: You know, another thing we talked about with Brad besides barbecue was that's, that he bakes bread. He's a bread baker. And bread is like a staple, at least in this household, for Thanksgiving. I don't know if think, you eat bread for Thanksgiving.
0: I think bread is a pretty well-recognized staple food.
1: Not, yeah, n- time. not for me because of my stomach issues. So I limit how much I eat it, which makes it so much better tasting on Thanksgiving. I'd love to eat bread every day, believe me. I love bread. Okay, so well, how does this have to do with anything? Because it's Thanksgiving is coming, what, <laughs> next week? <laughs> next week is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my really? favorite holiday. And yeah. so what's trending now is Thanksgiving next week. And this article from November
2: 2017.
1: <laughs> A year ago. From purewow.com. And they released a map dis- kind of breaking down the most popular Thanksgiving foods by state. So Is I this- think we should digest that map.
0: <laughs> okay, I saw what you did there. Is this um, What's Trending Now throwback edition? Yes. What's Trending Now a year ago? Exactly. Remember when? <laughs>
1: um, okay, I have to read this little sure. little paragraph that from purewow.com. Right. The data was gathered from top recipe searches on BettyCrocker.com, Pillsbury.com, and the cooking website Tablespoon.com from November 1st through Thanksgiving Day of 2016. So it took them over a year to get the results out.
0: So this is two years old.
1: But the, I guess so, but the article came out in 2017.
0: But the research,
1: yes, twenty sixteen. It took them a
0: year to research this.
1: That's what I'm saying. It took a year to what get the crap this out. What are they doing? And they say the results are pretty diverse. Some general trends: Southerners love sweet potatoes, Midwesterners love buffalo chicken dip, and everyone loves pie. Okay, so let's look at this map, and we. Can, what is
0: buffalo chicken dip? They mean like sauces, like blue cheese or ranch, a dip, or like lemon a ranch, yeah, like
1: a ranch dip. Um, okay, that that's one of the problems I have with this. There's a lot of problems that I have with this, but it says Midwesterners love buffalo chicken dip. So here are the states that buffalo chicken dip was number one for.
0: I've never heard of something called this before.
1: I think it's just a dip, like you dip your potato chips in it. I could be wrong. It's is, like a dip or vegetables. Is it buffalo
0: chicken flavored dip? Yes. Or is it a dip that you dip chicken wings into?
1: It might be both. I think you could dip whatever you wanted into it.
0: This is already off the rails.
1: Well, here's why it's off. <laughs> this,
0: is, oh, this map, they're already wrong.
1: They're wrong because they said that it's a um, Midwesterner's love buffalo chicken dip. The states that they're identifying as Midwestern, Ohio, which I guess I'm okay with Ohio being Midwestern, Pennsylvania, and I think West Virginia, those were the three states that had. Buffalo chicken dip.
0: Is West Virginia Midwestern?
1: That's what I mean. I don't think so. Why are they I don't think so, Ohio, either. Pennsylvania, and West Virginia are the only three states that Buffalo chicken dip, if I'm reading this map correctly? So
0: that's not even that's not, Midwest that's not to Midwestern, to me. Midwestern. No, so
1: that's my I, I mean, there's a problem right out of the gate.
0: Pennsylvania, the, the eastern part of Pennsylvania is East Coast.
1: Yes, that's a, to
0: Philadelphia. me,
1: right out of the gate, that's a problem. I read that yeah. and I'm like, okay, Midwesterners love buffalo chicken dip. Let me see what Minnesota was, for instance. Minnesota was not buffalo chicken dip because Minnesota is actually in the Midwest. And they chose green bean casserole, which is... Blah. Green bean casserole is fine. It's not on our yearly Thanksgiving dish list. I mean, it's I don't. Okay. I know I don't have
0: to re-, re. I know I don't have to reiterate this, but you know, green beans, yes. Any kind of casserole, no. So green bean casserole, no.
1: You're out on that. You know your state. Oh yeah. Sweet potato casserole, you're out on that.
0: Oh yeah. It's casserole.
1: I like sweet potato casserole.
0: I don't like any casserole.
1: You're missing out. We we do I'm have. A, I'm an pota-
0: anti-combination purist. <laughs>
1: yeah, you are. Sweet potato casserole is one of the. So our. Thanksgiving. How about menu? just sweet
0: potatoes just eat sweet potatoes oh, what's no. wrong with that
1: uh-uh no because you got the topping the topping is like an apple crisp topping but it's not no. apple but it's uh-uh it's sugar it's so good
0: then just eat a sweet potato pie because that's what you're going for it's look you're telling yourself this is not as fattening or bad for me as eating a sweet potato pie so i'm gonna eat this i'm it's, not telling
1: myself that i know better
0: it's the people behind sweet potato casserole it's their marketing plan
1: Sweet potato pie, (laughs) North Carolina and South Carolina, sweet potato pie. I don't like pies that much. So, no, I'd rather eat casserole because I don't
0: like the crusts. You just literally said there's a crust on top of the sweet potato casserole. Yeah, but it isn't
1: crust. It's like, it's just like a nice crisp, like apple crisp on top. It's not crust. It's different.
0: You realize you don't have to eat the crust of the pie. You can just eat the filling
1: Well, that's what I normally do. Yeah. There are a lot of pies. New Hampshire, what are you doing, though? Blueberry pie?
0: Ugh, no. No. My, I'm looking at this, and one of these things looks like waffles. What is that?
1: Which state?
0: Uh, I think it's Nevada. Uh,
1: pe- oh, it's peanut, peanut butter, butter cookies. cookies. Uh, this, see, the map is really small. Peanut butter cookies on Thanksgiving?
0: Peanut butter cookies is good anytime. But yeah, it's not really, I wouldn't consider that Thanksgiving. No, I any. don't
1: like peanut butter cookies. I'm, is there
0: one that's shrimp? What is, is that? Shrimp. New Mexico, Arizona. Which okay, one is that?
1: There are two shrimps Arizona, Arizona shrimp. and yeah. Wisconsin. What? (laughs) What are you doing?
0: Okay. Okay. As far as I know, neither one of those are on the ocean. Right. Unless I have been misled for my entire life. So, (laughs) what are you doing?
1: So, Maryland is crab cake. That makes sense to me.
0: Totally makes sense. But
1: shrimp in Wisconsin and shrimp in Arizona makes no sense to me. Oh,
0: not at all.
1: Now, I was very disappointed that the only state. No other state. One out of 50 chose my favorite dish. Of course, they named it incorrectly. All right, let me see if I can guess what it is.
0: Okay. Monkey bread.
1: (laughs) No, but monkey bread. I don't even know what
0: that is. I just read it off the list.
1: Monkey bread. What are you doing picking monkey bread as number one? Iowa. (laughs) Nebraska. Chicken spaghetti. Jolene, what are you doing in Nebraska with monkey bread as number one for Thanksgiving? (laughs) Rhode Island also picked (laughs) monkey bread. I think monkey bread's very tasty, but... Not as the number one Thanksgiving dish.
0: Wait a minute. I see two things on here that say chicken spaghetti.
1: Yeah, Texas.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: I don't either. Texas? Chicken spaghetti? Chicken spaghetti and Mississippi. This is ridiculous. Chicken spaghetti. This is...
0: I could have my seven-year-old make up something that would be more correct
1: than this. Yes. Yeah. Pinwheels, Kansas, pinwheels. What's a pinwheel? It's a type of cookie. Yeah. Now, I will Uh, say that Alaska, you're you're fine with me with the cinnamon rolls. Uh, Cinnamon rolls are great anytime.
2: Yeah,
0: but for Thanksgiving, that's not a Thanksgiving dish. No, it's not on
1: our menu. So if it's not on my menu, I just turn my nose up at it. But Michigan chili?
0: (laughs) For Thanksgiving?
1: Okay, so you haven't guessed my favorite
0: dish. I'm still, pecan pie.
1: No, we've talked about this before.
0: Chicken and dumplings. No macaroni and cheese uh
1: well macaroni and cheese i don't have that for thanksgiving but macaroni and cheese is pretty good no it's oregon bread 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 dressing but hello we talked about this before it's stuffing stuffing is the Uh, best uh, well
0: actually oregon on my map says bread stuffing
1: right just take away the bread and and change it it says stuffing
0: yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what well good. It good. says bread stuffing.
1: <laughs> okay. Stuffing is what you should call it, not dressing. In Louisiana Did you make this map? <laughs> Cornbread dressing, they call it. Cornbread stuffing. Yeah. i I could go for that. I understand that. Yeah.
0: I I don't understand Connecticut with the butternut squash soup. That is three things that sound disgusting to me off by themselves. Butternut
1: squash soup is that's a dish that we make in this house hold, but not for Thanksgiving.
0: I, there is no way I'm eating that.
1: Arkansas chicken and dumplings for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Ala- um, Alabama, not Alaska. Alabama and Tennessee sausage balls.
0: Yeah, that, I can, that's, a, that's a southern. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big time southern Thanksgiving okay. tradition. I can see that. I doubt that's, my brother seems more normal. is having. It's more normal than chili.
1: Tennessee, yeah, chili. Well,
0: Nashville is not really Tennessee. That's what you have to remember. Like Atlanta is not really Georgia. Nashville okay. is not yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, I suppose. You have Nashville and then most of the rest of the state. And Knoxville and Memphis to some extent. But like outside of like the major cities in, in Tennessee, is it's very different. And just like yeah. in Georgia, yeah. you have Atlanta and then basically you have the rest of the state. Maybe Savannah, Augusta. But in between, a whole lot of different.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And Austin, Texas is different than the rest of Texas.
0: Yeah, but chicken spaghetti?
1: Chicken spaghetti. I didn't know that was a thing. And maybe Honeycrisp, M- Missouri. Honeycrisp, what is going on with breakfast casserole?
0: <laughs> breakfast
1: I don't even know what that is. Breakfast casserole for Thanksgiving?
0: So wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. This hits on two of my major things that we've talked about before on this podcast. First off, it's a casserole, so get uh-huh. out of here. Yeah. But calling it breakfast casserole?
1: Right, a in casserole like you eggs.
0: eat in the morning for breakfast is a breakfast casserole.
1: <laughs> right. You, you have a I problem with calling that. things breakfast.
0: Breakfast is a time of day meal. It uh-huh. is not a thing that you. It's not a. It's not a descriptor. Other than the time you're eating it.
1: Well, to me, it's a descriptor. If I read breakfast casserole, I'm thinking eggs, maybe some bacon in there. Basically, what I'm thinking is a quiche, or well,
2: you're a wrong.
1: frittata.
0: It's not. I mean, come on.
1: Well, you might be breakfast outraged is a by meal time. <laughs> you might you be outraged by the term breakfast. I'm outraged by this type of meal being number one Thanksgiving. I'd yeah, rather eat chicken ridiculous. spaghetti.
0: I don't even know what chicken spaghetti. is. I don't is. either.
1: That's what, that's how bad breakfast casserole is for Thanksgiving.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I've heard of chicken Alfredo. Yes. So is it like spaghetti noodles? I mean, I know what I'm.
1: So if I I'm mean, looking, we could be way
0: wrong, but I mean, obviously, we know what it is. Just. Or we could guess. Well, if you look at the I've picture, I've never actually heard of that. Called that? As no, a thing, I though.
1: haven't either. So it looks like actually, if you look at Texas, which Mississippi is also this, but Texas is much bigger, so you can much see. Much bigger. It. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um, it looks to me like taco Suck it, dip, but it's
2: spaghetti uh, sort of, with
1: yeah. tomatoes and a little bit of lettuce, spaghetti noodles, I should say. That uh, I suppose there's chicken in there, but you know, it
0: looks more like a penne pasta than like a spaghetti. Yeah. Which is like a more, of, or yeah. more like, even more like an angel hair pasta. It doesn't look, but I mean, this map yes. is, yeah. I'm looking at something the size of a poster. The map stamp, is so pretty small.
1: And Colorado, I, Colorado, I don't know. Again, Honeycrisp, Robert Berg, what do you, cranberry sauce for your main dish? <laughs> cranberry cranberry sauce? sauce? We're talking about cranberry sauce? Yeah. No. I
0: do have a genuine question.
1: Yes. There's no what salad is
0: crescent, dressing oh. Well, with we'll that but what is crescent recipes? <laughs> two states.
1: I don't know. I saw that and I'm like Hawaii? what are you talking about?
0: And there was another one I saw in Utah. Uh-huh. There might be another one, I just those are the first two I saw. If you're in Hawaii or Utah, what is crescent recipes? How can no you can't have it be your favorite state. I can't say recipes are my favorite food. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It's got to be something we don't understand.
1: I'm more on board with that than the breakfast thing. You can't call it a recipe. Right. (laughs) Right. So... I get food. that <laughs> as being what's
0: your fa- what's your favorite kind of fu- it's like <laughs> it's like I asked my seven-year-old and this this has happened multiple times it's like what's your favorite thing to eat or like when she has to fill out in school because they have to fill out the favorite things to eat you know what's your favorite color blah blah blah. every year they go to school you know that elementary school they do that just to uh-huh. give yeah. them something to do um <laughs> and she always writes food and I'm like yes that's
2: awesome my
0: favorite thing to eat is food of course yeah so my favorite thanksgiving tradition is food recipes <laughs>
1: Get out of here! Uh, crescent recipes to me must be some sort of crescent roll. Yeah,
0: that's what I would think. But you can't.
1: No, you can't.
0: Th- was this map written by someone in a different language and then translated to English with Google Translate? Because <laughs> it reads some of this is like, yeah, uh, is chicken spaghetti supposed to be chicken Alfredo and a crescent recipe supposed to be crescent rolls? And there a couple of others that I'm like. What? Like you said, the cornbread dressing? Yes. Um, um,
1: chicken pot pie. Maine, chicken yeah. pot pie. What are you doing?
0: Uh, <laughs> I like that Wyoming is oh, pork chop. Oh, don't get me
1: started on Wyoming. <laughs> not, not pork, pork chops. Chop. Pork just chop. Just one. Just one. And the the biggest problem I well, have with this state. entire Hold map, okay. not that Oregon's the only one that likes stuffing. Turkey's not on here anywhere. And but my biggest problem is
0: where <laughs> yeah, is realize, the wine? I, realized, I didn't think about that.
1: Where is the wine?
0: Box O wine. That
1: is the, always the most appropriate question when you're getting together with family for Thanksgiving. Where yeah. is the wine?
0: How do you have a map that is the most popular Thanksgiving food for your state? Without and turkey. Turkey is none of them. I none. know. None.
1: I know. So uh, I think they just marketed this map incorrectly. They say it's the, the top the most popular and unique Thanksgiving food traditions. Basically, they just researched what people were Googling for recipes. And in fact, they were so lazy that they called one Crescent recipes. (laughs) (laughs) So I have lots of problems with this map.
2: But I'm okay with
1: not many people liking stuffing because that means more for me.
2: Yeah, I'm not into that.
1: If I had but the choice. I do, I do hope
0: you enjoy your Thanksgiving coming up, you know, and you eat some good breakfast casserole and <laughs> crescent recipes and shrimp. Yeah. And chicken and, spaghetti. <laughs> and one pork chop. Only one.
1: One pork chop, yes. And top it all off with a cinnamon roll and some monkey bread.
0: <laughs> what, what's, what, okay. What is monkey bread?
1: Monkey bread. I, this came up on Twitter. Cause I know about it's not bread made out though. of monkeys. It, no. I'm not going to be able to describe it correctly. It's little, you you kind of, the little tiny balls of bread that you rip, you tear off of a big loaf of bread. And I think it's sugared in some way. It's like it's cinnamon good. rolls, but not quite. But I, I'm not going to go any further because <laughs> I'm going to, I think I'm totally wrong.
0: So it's sugared bread balls. But I
1: do, yes. But I do really like monkey bread, but I'm not, no. Thanksgiving, regular bread. The type of bread that Brad Weiss bakes, please.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's like my son said when I asked him what he was drinking. What did it taste like? And he said it tastes like a monkey.
2: Yes. There you go. What does
0: that taste like? He said chocolate and
2: bananas. (laughs) See, so
0: I'm assuming this bread tastes like chocolate and bananas.
1: I think you're right about who created this map. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) it was definitely some elementary school somewhere. (laughs)
1: Yes, I hope you have a very nice Thanksgiving, too. No, oh, you too. Thank you.
0: I'm not eating any of this stuff that's on. I'm literally not eating anything that's on this list.
1: Oh, I will be having stuffing. Um, sweet potato casserole will be on the menu. So that's what we should do, Jason, before we sign off here. We should just list what's on our menu for Thanksgiving.
0: It's whatever my mom and or Jason's wife want to make.
1: Well, it's pretty much...
0: Jason's sister-in-law. We already know what what we're
1: having because it's been discussed. We we, we plan... My mother plans like no other. Hey. My mother plans like no other. Um, Turkey. Uh, That's not bad. Turkey. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Sweet potato casserole. Bread. Stuffing. 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 Wine. And for dessert, this year, because my birthday always falls right around Thanksgiving, we usually have, I usually have to put up with pumpkin or pecan pie when I really don't like it. So this year, I get to choose, and it was a triple berry cobbler.
0: Wow.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And my stepdad's making that, so it's going to be great.
0: That actually sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say this, you know... um, That I feel like this—the only appropriate thing to say to you uh, concerning Thanksgiving—is eat it
1: (laughs) gladly.
0: What's up? What's up, people? How you doing? How's it going? Yeah, yeah. You, I, I want to know. I'm, I'm asking. I wouldn't ask if I didn't want to know. So, I mean send us some feedback. At SpeakTangents on Twitter. Or speaking of tangents podcast at gmail.com. And we'll read it. I mean, what else are we gonna do? Talk about food for another three hours? Actually. Yes, that's probably pretty much what we're going to do for the next three hours of this podcast. Not this episode, but, you know, cumulative three hours. Over the next three hours, probably 50% of that's about food or food related or, as I like to say, food adjacent. Because we're fancy. Are you recording?
1: <laughs> I, yes, I think I am.
0: I Can you I hear me? Too. All right. Do we have any feedback?
1: Well, yeah, we do have feedback. Twitter feedback. All right. Speaking of wanting to get rid of all social media, we have Twitter feedback. Um, one clarification from Matt Vogel at Vogel Matt. Poinsettia, the way Jason pronounced it is correct. I roll with Bob Steele, old school Connecticut radio reference. Nice. Well, I roll with me, point setta.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I don't have any problem people choose to be wrong.
1: Uh, yeah, well, there's a lot of us out there. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm just trying to save the world one pronunciation at a time. Speaking, it ain't going so well.
1: Speaking of pronunciations, the pronunciation of H-O-M-A-G-E that we talked about last week. Yes. Ed Butt emailed us about that. Oh, say that. oh, that's again? not what you spelled? No.
2: Okay.
1: Here's what Ed said. I've always said homage, like your speaker, but with a silent H. My dictionary.com app, however, agrees with the speaker, sort of. The H is really soft, almost silent. The mm. only time I say homage is when I'm putting on airs and talking fancy like...
0: Like you would on a podcast. This is yes. our formal way of speaking and pronouncing. pronunciating.
1: Yes, homage. But when I read um I think it was Brad Weiss speaking of Brad Weiss, he he tweeted us something nice of you to pay homage to him or her. I looking forward to hearing them last week about when we mentioned that we aren't gonna have we didn't have the guest on. We we're gonna have the guest who, next week. Yeah. Who
0: was it that sent that in? I w I didn't catch that name. I'm not familiar with that person.
1: A Brad Wiss. Weiss uh, at First Brian Wy- first yeah. time emailer. <laughs> yeah. So when I read that tweet from him, I read it to myself as homage. Oh, okay. So I must read it as homage, but when I pronounce it, I will say homage.
2: I, I yeah. I'll I don't roll get that.
1: it, but so Ed also clarified in other emails to us that Massey Ferguson and Alice Chalmers tractors were indeed named after people.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I don't care about pronouncing words. Got it right.
1: Yes, you did. Okay, so we've talked about food a lot, but why not more food? Because, you know, that's what we do here. (laughs) James Cunningham at James IV 1978. He sent us a picture of white fudge-covered Oreos, and he said, not awful.
0: That actually doesn't sound too bad.
1: Oh, I'd probably like them, but... It's like the chocolate white-covered pretzels to me. Do you know where they cover oh, yeah. them up? What is that, yogurt-covered pretzels or maybe yeah. white chocolate?
0: It's called making pretzels good to eat.
1: Yeah, so you're not anti all combinations. You're not a purist as, you, as much as you think you are if you're going to eat that.
0: I'm, I'm more anti-casserole and anti-brand combinations, okay. if that makes sense. so
1: white fudge-covered Oreos you should be against.
0: Um, no, unless it was, you know, Nestle's chocolate, white chocolate.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Nabisco Peeps.
0: Oreos. Or Peep Oreos, yeah. Yeah.
1: White fudge covered Oreos. I don't... Peep Oreos. <laughs> I don't think I'd like them, but I, I'd i try them. Sure. I think it'd
0: be okay. Have you ever dipped Oreos and stuff before like that? No. Like you, fudge no. or chocolate or...
1: No. You just unscrew them and eat the cream. That's how you do You know, it's them.
0: actually very... Way better than you would expect. What? Dipping Oreos into like nacho cheese.
1: Oh, no, no. Just try no. it.
0: Try it. It's actually really good.
1: I'm not gonna waste the good cheese or the good Oreo on that. Oh,
0: it's it's very good. You will be you. It's so good that when you try it, you will be mad that I told you about it.
1: Because i want to eat it all the time.
0: No, because you would be like. Ah. I can't believe I have to admit this is good. Oh, I can't good. believe
1: he's right again. Because that's,
0: that's literally how I felt when I tried it. When somebody told me about it, I was like, that can't be good. And then I tried it and I was like, okay, now I'm mad at you <laughs> because <laughs> I have to admit this is good.
1: So nacho cheese, like... um, Like a cheese dip. Like a store-bought cheese dip or a Velveeta, yeah. Velveeta Melt melted Velveeta, in the any,
0: microwave? Any of that. Or like out of the little... Um, Jars? Yeah, the jar. Open the jar and dip it in there. It can be heated up. Doesn't have to be heated up, but
2: it, it okay. can be.
1: Um, if I'm ever, if someone ever comes to me with a glass of nacho cheese dip and an Oreo, I might try it, but I don't think I'll go out and seek this out.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> then you're probably never eating it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Todd Takei at Tooth Takei says, "I will report back." Speaking of tangents, and he tweeted, um, "It looks like a beer, prairie." Artisan Ales, and it's called Double Dunk, Imperial Stout with Oreo. So, here's a brand combination.
0: So, it's an Oreo beer, basically.
1: It's Oreo beer. And he did, you know, a little while later, reported back, and he said, yes, this does kind of taste like an Oreo. Breaking news. (laughs) Lots of chocolate and that filling flavor on the finish. And then he said, is it QE that Todd's wife brought home, this double-stuffed cupcake for no reason? Hmm. So he had the beer, unbeknownst to him and unbeknownst to her that he had. She he drank the beer. She brought home a double stuffed cupcake.
0: This is like the gift of the Magi.
1: And he wants to know—is that Q.E.?
0: No, it's you know unfortunate, or actually in this case, fortunate coincidence.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm not trying that. I don't like beer.
0: I'm not a beer person either.
1: Although I did have some coffee beer this summer that was okay but not enough to make me want to start drinking it on the regular oh I did have yeah. bourbon this week
0: oh, I saw that tweet
1: and that tweet
0: <laughs>
1: I do remember tweeting that but um I I did I really do kind of like bourbon so well,
0: I mean um, yeah I mean you- <laughs> It's it's called it's got something in it that you know if you drink enough of it you're actually gonna like it no matter yes. how bad it tastes right. the first time right
1: I, but see I only had two drinks it doesn't take much for me to
2: start yeah, loving you're not used what to what I'm drinking, drinking it yeah, yeah.
0: well the, the thing with that stuff is like any kind of like hard liquor like that I don't have any problem drinking that it. it doesn't like I see people drinking they're like oh it's burning my throat oh it's killing mm-hmm. me and I'm like this, this is it's never affected me. So I need to stay away from it. Yeah, you probably I would get do. myself in trouble.
1: It, it affects me, but it still tasted good. So yeah. I'm, I'm all in on bourbon now. Um, That's
0: an expensive hobby.
1: Yeah. Okay. Here's a question after last week's podcast that Adam Benson has for us. Adam mm-hmm. Benson at Benson underscore the comic says, Why did you remove the audio? I like the rant you were going on. Hashtag, release the audio. <laughs> and Sully well, from Boston also tweeted something similar to this.
0: Well, to answer that question, the the way to an- the way to answer that question is to say if you heard the audio, then you would know why we cut it. Yes, yeah, so true. Eh, That one may never be answered for you.
1: And speaking of Adam Benson, get well soon Adam. Did you see that yes. Adam, yeah.
0: So he, he had broke surgery his kneecap, right? and
1: he broke his kneecap and so hopefully he's recouping well.
0: Yes, hopefully he's out of the hospital now and everything is coming back together. Yeah. Because that's something where, I mean, it can, if they don't get it set right and stuff like that, it could, you know, I hear people talking all the time, oh, my knee, you know, I broke my, or had an MCL or ACL Uh or whatever, I broke my kneecap or did something with the knee and like every time it rains, your knee feels weird and that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, absolutely. I have that all the time with my left knee.
0: I have that with my back.
1: So we know when a storm's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's when it starts raining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last one here, Patrick Moffitt at Moffat Patrick. Mm. Spent a couple hours tonight trying to answer a question asked by a friend. Pick the perfect, perfect slash defining rock and roll song. Impossible task, but I ended up here and may always end up here. And he said Led Zeppelin. How Led Zeppelin's how many more times? I well, <clears throat> I, I kind of answered this on Twitter already. Yeah, so did um, I. But I thought this would be a good question. So that's the
0: end of the podcast. <laughs> Go to Twitter <laughs> if you want to find out.
1: Yeah. I thought this would be a good question for my crazy aunt, who oh, yes. you know, grew up during the heart of rock and roll, knows her rock and roll music quite well. So I sent her this question, and she wrote back. And here's what she said. Oh, great. Well, you got to put Pretty Woman in there. Then Purple Haze. I agree with how many times, too, which is what Patrick said. And then she said, sympathy for the devil and magic carpet ride Steppenwolf.
2: Hmm.
1: I would also add smoke on the water. And then she said, final sentence, Led Zeppelin rocks the best, though.
2: Hmm.
0: I can see why both of you are related.
1: Because <laughs> she listed how many when it was supposed to be just one song? Picked the yeah. perfect
0: defining song and she listed like eight.
1: I did pretty well though. I said, <laughs> "What did I say?" I said, "Johnny be good." Uh, I agreed with you and some other people that said Johnny be good,
2: but mm, I Ed, also said Ed,
1: Led Zeppelin had to be there. And I'm not, I'm not saying that Led Zeppelin's my anywhere near my favorite rock band. But when I think oh, of no, rock maybe. and roll, I think of Led Zeppelin, and I think of, I wrote, I tweet, tweeted this, "Black dog or whole lot of love." My two yeah. favorite rockin' Led Zeppelin songs.
0: And you also said Bohemian. Rock. And
1: then here, I right? came back later and said. Bohemian Rhapsody. Because was there any other
0: tweets that I missed?
1: No, that was it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, all those are are, are fine. I uh, yeah.
1: But two, it's two impossible. That she, it is impossible, and two that she brought up that I hadn't thought of that I I'm like, yeah, you know what? That opening riff on Pretty Woman. Yep. And Purple Haze. I was surprised nobody mentioned purple. No one else mentioned Purple Haze.
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't pick Purple Haze from
2: Hendrix if I was going to pick a Hendrix song.
1: Which one would you pick?
2: Uh, Fire, maybe?
1: Not all along the Watchtower?
2: Uh, maybe that's a Bob Dylan
0: song, though.
1: Well, I know, but I'm talking about his version. Jimi Hendrix yeah,
2: version.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, Voodoo Child, maybe. Um,
2: uh, and you said. Yeah, it's
0: just hard. It's just impossible. I said. Johnny Be Good and Clap. I said, Johnny Be Good. I think Johnny B. Good is way up there in the running for this, just because I think if you asked just a bunch of people, name a name one rock song, name one rock and roll song.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of the first too. I mean, it's one yes. of the ones that really started the whole and movement. That
0: makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, and it's iconic, and that the the guitar licks that opened that and. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I mean, it's based in blues, which is rock is based in blues. But so I went back even further than that to Robert Johnson.
1: Mm, yep,
0: with Crossroads. But the the version of that that I heard first is the Cream version, the live Cream version. Which there's nothing that's going to top that for me. Okay, but that's well, just my preference.
1: You just have one. You you kept it. Well, you you mentioned a few, but you you're saying that the Cream version of Crossroads is the one.
0: Yeah, but the, the live like, version, like Patrick even said, this is impossible.
1: Yes, he prefaced it with that, which is good because yeah, I find it impossible
0: because and I think any of these, any of these that we've mentioned, could be our legitimate, you know, options.
1: So, smoke on the water. Who was that?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's Richie Blackmore. Who's,
1: deep purple uh, was it? Deep, deep purple? purple, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, and you know what? Speaking of Patrick Moffat, you know he's out there in California with the wildfires. Um. And yes. I, I think he, you know, he's. I've reached out to him. He's safe, but well,
0: I mean, hopefully, he's not in the wildfires. No, he's, he's out he's there in near, California. near yeah,
1: he's not. The, well, there, there's some fire. I think the the one that started up in Northern California, the park.
2: Right. I yep. think
1: he's c- close to to that area. I think he's it's pretty smoky that. where he is. And yep. you know, I've got family out there, so we're thinking yep. of you guys out there.
0: Yeah, I remember. I mean, and this is not nearly as bad when you know, north of, in North Georgia, they had fires in the mountains for a few weeks. This is like a year or two ago. No, yes. it's more now. It's like two years couple ago. couple years three ago. Three years ago. That I mean, they never got anywhere near as close to, you know, where I live as the ones in California have, you know, just I mean, it's been like what, twenty or something, thirty people have died and yeah. like hundreds are missing. It's crazy. Yes. But just the overall it was smoky. It was like two to three months of like just smoke everywhere you walk outside and it's just smoky yeah and, and you, you smell it and you feel it in your lungs and stuff and it, that kind of stuff affects people long term sure You even pretty if much you're have even, to stay inside you know affected by the actual fire itself
1: yeah
2: that's rough yeah uh,
1: um okay anything else
2: um
0: not that i can think of how about you
1: um the hall we did of fame correction this, right? I think we're recording.
0: Yeah, Michigan Tech, they're done. Their season's over. They're done. Okay. They lost.
1: So the Hall of Famer is not sure whether or not she qualifies as a half-waff.
0: Semantics. What
1: she, because it doesn't say Wall of Fame. What it, does it say? It says "It, it says Hall of Fame, but the plaques are on a wall. It's a wall, it's wall of, of the fame. Hall. It's a wall yes. of the Hall of Fame, definitely qualifies. So, yes. Eat it and it's, not, off.
0: it's yeah, and it's not like a, a hallway that has like, you know, different pictures no, of people. No. It's an actual board on a wall. I've seen this picture. Yes. That her name is on. Yeah. That's Wall of Fame.
2: I, I agree.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe it should be IWAF, indoor Wall of Fame. <laughs>
2: yeah. Because a lot
0: of Wall of Fames are outside. Outside. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, you just can't do that in Wisconsin.
2: So she's a waff. Say that again? waff. Indoor wall of fame. Oh, okay. I can go with that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So there you go. Eat it, waff. as I said already. <laughs> <laughs> waff.
0: Eat that Thanksgiving food.
1: Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> Seriously, I, was- I make double to triple the amount of stuffing so that we'll have lots of leftovers. I don't care about the turkey and the rest of it. I mean, I do, but... It's the stuffing. Stuffing is where it's at.
0: Yeah. I am I like a little bit of everything. I'm all about moderation for Thanksgiving.
1: No, that's good. Because yeah. then you won't feel like crap like I do for a week. Well, afterwards. I like to
0: eat well, I like to eat well yeah. I like to eat like six meals over those two days of the same stuff, mm-hmm. like that Thursday and Friday, and just eat like a little bit of each thing anytime. So so that I can space it out.
1: Yeah. But there's a certain point a certain point. For me, when I just can't have the leftovers anymore, that's enough.
0: Oh, like Friday night, Saturday morning, I'm ordering a pizza.
1: Oh, no, no. I I can go into the next week.
0: Oh, no. Uh -uh.
1: But not a a full week. Maybe, you know, Monday or Tuesday of the next week, I draw the line. Yeah.
0: And speaking of next week, have a good one because we won't have a podcast, right?
1: Unless we find the missing audio, no, we will not have a podcast. So everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Yes. And we'll see you uh, after that. Or we'll talk. You'll he- I don't know.
0: Maybe we'll us. record. Yeah. Yes. We'll get feedback from them and read. We'll read them and they'll hear us. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: If they listen. I mean, because, I mean, come on. I don't know if I'm actually listening to this.
1: Are we recording? Yeah. What? Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onsted and Jason Fuse Music written and performed by Jason Fuse Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onsted and Jason Fuse Edited by Jason Fuse And speaking of monkey bread In a preemptive strike here, I'm going to go ahead and read this definition of monkey bread from the always accurate Wikipedia Monkey bread, originally named so because the pastry is a finger food The consumer would pick apart the bread as a monkey would It's also called monkey puzzle bread, sticky bread, Hungarian coffee cake, golden dumpling coffee cake, pinch me cake, and pluck it cake. It is a soft, sweet, sticky pastry served in the United States for breakfast or as a treat. And I add parenthetically, not served at Thanksgiving. It consists of pieces of soft baked dough sprinkled with cinnamon. Okay, first of all, I think I nailed it. Second of all, monkey bread does not sound crummy at all. In fact, it sounds delicious. I don't mean to go against the grain here, but it might be the upper crust of all breads. And I'm not saying that just to get a rise out of y'all.
2: Graphics.